The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Governor Glenn Youngkin has a pitch for the Virginia General Assembly for dealing with rising prices at the pump. During the upcoming special session, he wants lawmakers to approve legislation to suspend the state's gas tax for 90 days. The tax is just over 26 cents per gallon of gas and 27 cents for diesel. Democrats in the state Senate say lawmakers need to prioritize finishing the state budget and that suspending the gas tax could have long-term effects on infrastructure. According to the governor's office, nearly $440 million in unanticipated transportation revenues can be used to support the gas tax holiday. Virginia Senator Tim Kaine says Congress will offer more military aid to Ukraine. But in a call with reporters yesterday, the Democrats stopped short of agreeing to send fighter jets to the country. He argued the defense equipment already sent to Ukraine served the same goal. The quantity and lethality of the military aid that we're providing Ukraine is dramatically escalating to give them those defensive capacities. Kane's comments came after Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky pressed Congress for more help. Kane said Virginia could play a role in welcoming Ukrainians who've been displaced by the war. A new round of solar projects is coming to Virginia. Katherine Hafner from partner station WHRO has more. The typical Dominion Energy customer will see their monthly bill increase by about $1.13 starting in May. That's because Virginia regulators just okayed a host of new solar and energy storage projects. Dominion says those projects will provide nearly 1,000 megawatts of electricity. That's enough to power about a quarter million homes when at their peak output. The State Corporation Commission approved 15 of Dominion's projects. Another 24 are privately owned and Dominion will buy power from them. The project should be completed throughout this year and 2023. That was Catherine Hafner reporting. We should disclose Dominion Energy is a sponsor of VPM News. The principal of William Fox Elementary School in Richmond requested repairs to fire alarms 10 days before a major fire destroyed the building. CBS 6 learned this information through a public records request. An RPS spokesperson said they've not found any evidence that the alarm company came to fix the problem. Fox Elementary went up in flames February 10th. The school's alarm system never notified the company monitoring the building because the region now requires 10-digit dialing. Plans to renovate the over 100-year-old building still need to be approved by the city. Chesterfield County's Otterdale Road Improvement Project received a $1 million financial boost this week from President Joe Biden. The funding for Otterdale's improvement is part of a recently passed appropriations package spearheaded by U.S. Representative Abigail Spanberger. Members of Congress can use the package to request money for specific community projects in their districts. Reconstruction on Otterdale Road began this past Monday and is part of a $26 million project that covers three sections of the flood-prone road. The White House says uninsured patients may not be able to access free COVID-19 tests as soon as next week. That's because Congress passed a spending bill last week that didn't include funding President Joe Biden requested to fight the pandemic. Senator Tim Kaine says he's hopeful Republicans will come around on calls for more funds. 
we certainly can't take for granted that this is all in the rearview mirror. If you look at uh, caseloads in England, caseloads in Germany, caseloads in China, you would see that there are surges. Republicans have pressed Biden for details on how the existing pandemic funding has been spent. 452 people are currently hospitalized in Virginia for COVID-19, according to the Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association. That's down from a peak of nearly 4,000 in January. Virginia Commonwealth University's Massey Cancer Center is one of three institutions that secured a $1 million grant to study racial disparities in lung cancer. The money will help establish the Southern Consortium for Lung Cancer Health Equity, which aims to develop community-informed intervention strategies. Data from the CDC shows black men have the highest rates of lung cancer in the United States, which is mostly caused by smoking. VCU officials say high rates of lung cancer are seen in states where tobacco has historically been produced, like Virginia and the Carolinas. The VPM News team is taking a deeper look at state policy proposals in a series we're calling Capital in Focus. Lawmakers proposed a bill to prohibit public colleges and universities from withholding transcripts from students who owe money to schools. As Megan Pauley reports, there was some pushback to the measure during this year's General Assembly session. I met Mario Wright at Huntington Beach. This place has helped him through a lot of tough times, including a difficult situation that arose while attending Old Dominion University about a decade ago. I went into a shell. I really did. I was not sleeping. Um, I was coming over here all hours of the day, um, sometimes two, three in the morning. One day in his senior year of college, Wright went to ODU's financial aid office to pick up a check to pay for some books. But not only was he told he wouldn't be getting the money he needed for his books, but he was also told he now had a balance due on his account. And until he paid it in full, he wasn't supposed to go back to class. I'm trying to be the adult to do what I'm supposed to do. And then you get this news that, dude, you're not even supposed to be in this class. Wright was told there was an issue with his financial aid paperwork, though he never got clarity about what exactly the issue was. Whatever it was, no one from the university caught it until it was too late. All Wright knows for sure is how it impacted him. He stopped going to his classes because he was told to and ended up failing them as a result. Depression set in. So it's, it's heartbreaking. It's, so what do I do now? Wright says he didn't think about requesting a copy of his transcript to take to another school because he didn't know that was an option. And it likely wouldn't have been. Old Dominion University routinely sends past due student accounts to a third-party collection agency, like they did with Wright's account. According to the school's website, students like Wright don't even have the option to set up a payment plan directly with the school. ODU officials say the university does not track information about students with debt who request transcripts. But despite lack of data about this, the school claimed that legislation proposed this year in the General Assembly to prevent the withholding of student transcripts could have a significant fiscal impact. What data do they have to prove that withholding a student's transcript is actually getting them paid? Because I don't think it is. That's Jay Spear, executive director with the Virginia Poverty Law Center, who supported the legislation. Emails obtained by VPM News through public records requests show a handful of schools were actively resisting the bill, though they said they don't comment on legislative proposals. And, and I think the university's definitely worked behind the scenes to make sure this legislation didn't pass. Ultimately, Senator Gazala Hashmi says she thinks schools are willing to talk about ways to better support students. She plans to convene a work group to dive into student debt issues before reintroducing her transcript withholding bill next year. 
it's an inequitable playing field at this point in higher education. So we need to address those wider issues. For Mario Wright, a balance of around $6,000, including over $1,000 in collection fees, derailed his graduation from Old Dominion University for over two years. And he was only able to re-enroll when he did because a roommate's family stepped in and paid off his balance. Wright was the first in his family to attend college and wants to make sure schools like ODU do a better job of helping students with financial aid paperwork. This isn't something to play with. This isn't let's walk around campus, let's do a tour of all the fun places. This is business. It can also make the difference between a student graduating and not. Financial counseling is just one component of a study lawmakers are hoping to approve during budget talks. Megan Pauley, VPM News. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. There are so many issues playing out in RVA. I mean, pretty much anyone will tell you. There's definitely a lot of poverty. Finding affordable housing. Traffic, public transportation. Climate change and heat islands. Trying to find childcare in Richmond area. I'm Rich Marr, host of a new VPM podcast called RVA's Got Issues. Listen to the podcast starting May 22nd. Do you have issues with RVA? Haven't found out yet. <laughs> okay, good. 